0: No, that headline is not playing tricks with you. Lewis Hamilton is going to be a Ferrari driver. It's a break glass in case of emergency podcast here at Motorsport 101.
1: Here to tell you all <laughs> right now, you can blame one Andre Harrison for this. Yeah, it's he all his fault. He got up there on the most recent episode of M101 with his full chest out going, look, guys, we got the big scoop. Andretti isn't making F1. And we got it before the podcast episode. Yeah, that's right. We didn't uh, miss the big news announcement.
2: He went on on Elon's funny House of Microblogs and decided, right, job's done. Mission accomplished. We have compromised to a permanent end. All the F1 news for the week. And then... And then Will Butston, Dre's good buddy, Billy Butts, decided to tease something out of the blue, and we all thought, right, this wasn't going to
1: happen. This is nothing.
2: This is just going to be some He's nonsense. Gonna... up
1: some silly sponsorship deal for the Madrid race years from now. Yeah, The full Fabrega. Yeah. F-
0: uh, n- no, no. no. Um, I uh-huh. was wrong. I have never been more wrong in, in the 400 plus episodes I've hosted of this podcast, Fantastic. I could not have been more wrong on this occasion. And that's what's led to this. Hey, everybody, I'm Dre Harrison. Apparently, I used to host this podcast every once in a while um, before it was hijacked by my regular co-hosts who decided to roast me on this one. And to be fair, I kind of deserved it on this occasion. I
1: Categorically. So
0: me, and, me, me and my big mouth. It's, it's it's like it's like the episode of Top Gear where they're trying to find the greatest driving road. Clarkson says Italy, and then it turns out it's full of traffic, and then my co-host just start roasting me. It's, it's just like, what <laughs> if Italy will be the place, you big dumb bastard? <laughs> Et As it
2: turns out, it's all in Switzerland. Hey, do we know somebody that like may have lived in Switzerland a while ago that's pertinent to this discussion?
0: Might, might do. As you can tell, I'm Dre Harrison, Cam Buckley and RJ O'Connell are here, but we've also managed to break forth and break the emergency button, and our fourth beloved co-host is here as well, Mr. Ryan Eric King from Jalopnik. Hello, King. How's it going, big man? <laughs> yeah,
3: I've descended down from the blog towers to stop posting about... <laughs> Doors blowing off airliners and garbage truck moon landings <laughs> to talk about a more serious problem we have at hand.
1: Is it a big climb down from the big house of blocks? Oh, it's a, it's a big climb. They don't uh, pay for it. They don't that... pay for
3: an elevator over there, so I got to take the stairs.
0: Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say it was a bit like I, I thought it was such a big blog of towels. It'll be it'll be so high up, it would look like King has descended from the heavens itself to to, <laughs> to bless this holy podcast with his presence. Because what the hell has the last forty eight hours been in the hey, world of Formula
2: One? Let's cut to the chase. Lewis Hamilton is
0: going to Ferrari next year. Yeah. Um this um rocked everybody's world yesterday at the time at the time of recording. This is not um, part of the entertainment. No, this is this 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 is a real thing. This has very much happened. So much so when I recorded the intro, RJ almost spat out his Gatorade. Um and it's still in, in shock as to how this has all gone down. Um now see I was
2: doing like a planned spit take at this for Comedic Effect.
0: No, oh, of, of course you were. Because um,
2: the real spit f- take came with the news drop that this was actually going to happen.
0: Now, all the credit in the world to former Aruno in Italy, who were the first to break this, like the night
3: before. Um... <laughs>
1: Maybe not. I, I ain't
3: giving them credit.
1: King's <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, are all serious. No, well, hey. this is this is one of those like the Italian motorsport media actually hit on something
3: for once. So, so <laughs> on, it was. The way I've had it described to me, Formula Uno spotted something, more serious Italian outlets looked into it, oh. found found information at Ferrari that yes, Lewis Hamilton is coming, and then that provoked questions in, in Britain.
0: and that's when it came loose I I went to bed with Wormoruno publishing their version of the story and thinking, eh, it's just another story and I went to bed, I woke up 9am the following morning and I'm like Jonathan Noble's run this, and I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, this is real? Um, oh, goddamn. And by 7 p.m. that night, uh, Sky and F1 had put their entire um, TV crew together in Brentford uh, and had a live show. And you know it was serious because it wasn't geoblocked for once. That's the right. Whole, we the whole we, world we got all got it. it. We all got it. And now, yeah,
3: again, it's usually <laughs> geoblocks because are sharing images they don't have the rights to everywhere.
0: Let's- right. <laughs> That hasn't stopped them before, King, trust me on this. Um, But but, but, yeah, they got the whole crew together, and by 7 p.m., Mercedes dropped the official statement that Lewis Hamilton was parting ways with Mercedes at the end of the 2024 season, followed momentarily by a big red background with a yellow prancing horse logo that said Lewis Hamilton is joining Ferrari in 2025. I'm also Um, your contract. On a multi-year contract, and then two minutes later, Carlos Sines put out a statement of his own saying, oh, I guess punished I'm chopped liver. Carlos.
3: Punished Signs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the statement that basically read, guys, I, 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 I'm not giving up. I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to find something. Please don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't
1: let the sun go down on me.
0: Then <laughs> <laughs> that's very much how this is playing out. And obviously, all the media world has exploded since then. You know, it's a world when even Apple News have posted the story that Lewis Hamilton is leaving Mercedes. Nothing to do with the executive producer, or he's got on a movie coming up this year. But no! Um, but you know, hey, I was there, was there for the, the filming film. of that movie.
2: Well, this yeah, is a partial we'll filming of that movie. Damn, it was fun. Um, you know, it was big news when like Sky Sports is going into their football transfer deadline day coverage and leading yeah. it with this. You know, yeah. it's big when like t- managers of other sports clubs are talking about
0: this offhandedly in yeah, their postgame right. remarks. And for Tottenham, big... And But Tottenham was like, yeah, we had a, a big deadline day signing potentially come in, and it was really disappointing. It didn't quite work out, but he's gone to Ferrari instead. And all the journos were primed on the keyboards, ready to go. And it's like, oh, he's, he's, he's had us. This it is was, the it... nicest
2: thing we'll say about Tottenham Hotspur on purpose.
0: Oh, oh 100%, without question. So I, I want to know, as just, as just as the fans that we all are deep down, what was your initial reaction or thought when the news first where was the moment that your brain realized shit this is real who wants to Um, go first
1: (laughs) I will say uh, the first thing I thought when I saw this is that Lewis Hamilton sat in the W15 for five minutes and said I've had enough
2: that was one of the last photos that that Mercedes posted was Lewis getting a seat fit in the W15 it was the
1: prior day (sighs) yeah I, he Dead got odds. out of that car sat in a dark room for two hours and goes I gotta call Ferrari back <laughs> <laughs> what well,
0: about you King cause you're yeah, a bit more I,
3: I realized it was real when I woke up the day of I go on to Twitter and I see this, the sky sports vignette of uh, one of the reporters out in Bracklet saying Mercedes have told the team that Lewis is leaving. And that's like, (laughs) if it got to that level where, you know, there's no (laughs) deniability at this point. If you tell all your employees, yeah, he's leaving he's Leaving, I don't have to wait for an official statement. Yeah, yeah that's having it. a that company wide
1: <laughs> meeting. Of yeah, he's gone. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just to let you all know, like, imagine gathering the forces around Bragg's head. Just to let you all know, um, our, our star driver and the big reason behind our brand is leaving at the end of the year. Bye, right, guys, have a great day. Um, <laughs> could you, imagine? How do you go back
1: to your office like and, and have a good day after that? No, no, you just yeah. don't. No, how do you interact with
3: Lewis after that point? Because he's not leaving this season; he's leaving next season. He's doing he's doing the Derek Jeter like retirement tour, but
0: not really retiring. It's really weird. This is this is a
2: throwback to like the days of like Montoya's leaving for McLaren a year late, a year early. Uh, Alonso's leaving for McLaren all the uh, the, I mean I haven't seen this in a while I think when I first when word first got to rep through reputable sources in the biz and the English language media um that's when I realized oh damn this might be actually happening oh my god we we were so upset that we got no silly season movement at all this year and then and the then, racing and guys then is <laughs> a,
1: Ambassador Pineapple showed up to blow it all to smithereens. Dude. <laughs> it's like,
0: the racing gods were like, not not again, Junior. <laughs> Silly season, more
3: like we've been committed
2: to an institution season. It's yeah. yeah it's,
3: if someone last week told me this was going to happen, I'd be like, you're crazy.
0: If someone uh. told you
1: 48 hours ago this was happening, you would be like, you're crazy. Because <laughs> that is just it. Because Lewis just signed a contract extension with Mercedes last year. And He's already he's activated his exit
0: clause. Five months, to, almost to the day, since it was announced he'd signed the extension right before the Italian Grand Prix. Well, that was only five months ago, where he signed a, what we thought was a two-year deal, but it turns out it was a one-plus-one of a release clause in the middle of it, which he could activate to get out in 2024, which is what Lewis activated and triggered, and told Toto over breakfast earlier this week. <laughs> I really thought this was going to
2: be the la- that was going to be the last contract. Lewis Hamilton ever signed as a Formula One driver. I genuinely thought that.
0: I did too. I really did. Like, honestly, I with Lewis, he's such a prominent figure, and he doesn't talk an awful lot. He's very selective in, in the media and who he talks to <laughs> and how much he gives away and how much he reveals is. It's a very carefully manufactured image. And he came out with all the buzzwords when that when that initial re-sign it came out. I've got it in front of me here. He said, quote, we dream every day of being the best and we have dedicated the past decade together to achieving that goal. Being at the top does not happen overnight or over a short period of time. It takes commitment, hard work and dedication. And it's been an honor to earn our way into the history books of this incredible time team we have never been hungrier to win we've learned from every success but also every setback we continue to chase our dreams we continue to fight no matter the challenge and we will again i'm grateful to the team who supported me both on and off the track our story isn't finished we are determined to achieve more together and we won't stop until we do this was five, five months
3: five months five months later bye gone. guys gone early <laughs> God. Yeah, dude just rolled up, said, "Okay, our story does have an end date. It's at the end of the 2024 season." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and, and and what is more of a shock is that either through McLaren as the works team or with Mercedes, he's been here his whole career.
0: Yeah, he's at Mercedes. Mercedes. Pa- yeah, Mercedes powered car since day one in 2007. This is year 17 for Lewis in Formula One. His, his F1 career started the same year Kevin Durant got drafted in the NBA, which makes me feel very old, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Uh, My
1: bones are scraping each other now. Thanks Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Um, this, is, this is what you get for roasting me at the top of the intro. Now, <laughs> this is... It, 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 it. My bones are Where just did- fine. I mean... Where where do we start?
2: Where do we start?
1: Where can you start with well, something where, like this? Well, My God, Why don't
2: I just throw something out here? How does this compare sure. to the last bombshell move that Lewis Hamilton made? Because it was just about, uh, about 11 and a half years ago that Lewis Hamilton, coming up to the end of his McLaren deal, the only F1 team that he... no, The only professional racing environment that he'd known at that point, is because he'd been a Ron Dennis guy since he was a child in cars. He's having a Good season, undermined by woeful reliability that arguably took him out of a championship fight with the likes of Sebastian Vettel, Fernando Alonso. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he leaves the only home he's ever known in Formula One and goes to Mercedes-AMG. And at the time, people didn't know
3: what to make of this. I mean, back in 2013, yes, it was a shocking move, but... Where McLaren were, yes, they were relatively stagnant, but Lewis was still able to get wins each year. And Mercedes, that was
1: still a really, really young team. It one was one race win to their name at that point.
3: Yeah. And it's like, for all intents and purposes, their last world championship was 1955. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was, it was I was one of the people at the time who called it crazy. I, w- I was like, Mercedes are fast, certainly, but they're raw. They, they they didn't have the infrastructure and proven the consistency yet where they could be a title challenger. And McLaren, yes, they had a frustrating season in 2012, but the car was still incredibly fast, and Lewis, on a good day, could of course easily win. He had, I think, 18 wins in his career by that point already. Before he'd even joined, <clears throat> before he'd even joined Mercedes, excuse me. And so I, I thought, like this is a step back for Lewis. And, I, and of course, none of us really knew the juggernaut that Mercedes were cooking up with the hybrids when 2014 came around and started. Um, and Lewis was proven to, this was the greatest arguable mid-career transition we've ever seen in Formula One because Lewis's Mercedes numbers are outrageous. 82 wins in in the, with the Silver Arrow, 78 pole position, six world championships. When I compare that to this one, I can't help but shake the feeling that Lewis may have been sincere when he signed that extension, but the back end of his 2023 probably started raising serious red flags about the future of Mercedes. I mean, you look at it, Qatar. Okay. That was more of a driver error than anything the team had done, but it was still a driver error that Lewis had made. He was disqualified in Austin uh, in a car that was, illegal, but it was also probably the closest it had gotten to challenging Red Bull legitimately. Or well, well, so we fought. You know, Mexico was great. He was second that day. But in the back end of the year, Brazil, woefully slow. Abu Dhabi, woefully slow. Vegas collapsed with, with Piastri. It was a rough time to be in Mercedes. I remember it- doing an I, article I mean, for WTF1 around Brazil, where he said he was counting down the days or he didn't have to drive his W14
1: anymore. <laughs> like one well, remember, he, I mean, the the 20... When you look at the last two years for Mercedes and you contrast Brazil 22, where it was clear... It was, in hindsight, clearly a false dawn, but they get their first win with what was a very famously difficult car with the W13, Um And you think, okay, they're starting to kind of get a grip on these regulations. And if anything, they started off without the violent porpoising in 2023, but they were further away. And really, in the back half of this season, despite Red Bull producing no upgrades on their car, and Mercedes doing a couple really major reworks of the W14 to try and get it under control. If anything, they actually bled pace to everyone around them. By the end of the season, there was points where they were the fourth or fifth quickest car. Yeah. They were clearly slower than Red Bull all season. And from Japan onwards, Ferrari and McLaren, at, and at times even still their customer, Aston Martin, were giving them a bloody nose.
2: Yeah, It all adds up to... Two straight
1: seasons without a win for Lewis Hamilton who who had before, never gone without a win up to that point during yeah, the season. You know, two in a nine, row.
2: You know, seven world championships, first driver over a hundred wins. You hear he was knighted by the uh by the United Kingdom. <laughs> He's now officially Sir Lewis Hamilton. Kind of a big deal this guy is. And as he is now firmly in the sunset of his career, he probably realizes that like, whether he is extra motivated to get the one that got away or not, you know, he realizes, you know, I don't have many more opportunities to, you know, fight for wins and fight for championships at this level. And I think he wanted to try something different as his final chapter. I've it to LeBron James going to the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, he, LeBron at that point had proven all that he needed to. He won a championship with the Heat, and then he went back home to his home team, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and he won a championship. Obviously, Lewis and Hamilton had not taken similar career paths, but this is kind of... This is Hamilton's LeBron with the Lakers chapter.
1: It, it it feels like a last throw of the dice to claim that eighth title. But the thing is,
3: when, when you... Obviously, it isn't a perfect analogy. yeah, but. Mm someone like LeBron going to another basketball team could have a dramatic impact on their performance. This is more comparative culturally and competitively to someone going to the New York Yankees, where you can do a lot as an individual, but like the entire direction of the franchise kind of depends on the system
1: as a whole. And that's where we get to the other factor, the um, scarlet factor in all of this, Mm. because... He didn't go to a fledgling Mercedes building a monster towards the new regulations. He went to the hottest, biggest, most famous mess on the entire grid. (laughs) Scuderia (laughs) Ferrari. Uh, uh, Enrico Cardillo's house of kinematics. Yeah. As I now call it.
0: It's going to be fascinating. And I, I, I'm going to say a bold statement here. I think this is the strongest driver pair in the F1 team has had since 2007. I, I really do. I think this is an incredible. Like Charles Leclerc is a top three driver on the grid right now, and Hamilton is arguably number one in some people's eyes. And there's an argument he could still make given strength of car. Like you, this is the the, the most hyped prospect we've seen in years in Charles, alongside arguably the greatest ever. In a Ferrari. Like, the the amount of red merchandise that's going to be sold over the next year and a half is going to be obscene. Dude. Yeah.
2: That's another <laughs> thing because, like, there are a
0: lot of, like,
2: really outstanding drivers, but Lewis Hamilton, as, as a public figure in motorsport, he's on an entirely different level and you know it always helps that ferrari is willing to splash the cash i've heard so many outrageous Uh, there are many zero
1: salary there is a gargantuan amount of zeros i've heard numbers around the range of a
0: (laughs) hundred million a year year. including (laughs) endorsements and big let's say big investments into mission 44 his uh diversity improvement charity as well, because apparently John Elkin's a big fan of trying to enhance the Hamilton empire as it was quoted in Italian media, which is quite the phrase. I mean, yes, I've argued it on this podcast many a time. Hamilton's transcendent. He is... Beyond the confines of F one's popularity, I know so many fans who dropped off the wagon of of of, of the Hamilton wagon after twenty twenty one when Hamilton was no longer the title contender that we've known him to be for so many years. For a decade, um, pretty much, <laughs> a, a decade and a half, nearly. I mean, I mean, pretty much a decade and a half of him being a top end. You know, I mean, he's been nothing other than an elite driver his entire career. That does, that doesn't happen in Formula One, where he was a top three driver in the world for fifty years. That just doesn't happen. Um, And now he's in the biggest brand of them all, the biggest brand name of them all, the fan that... I mean, when Sebastian Vettel made that statement all those years ago in 2018, I think he was ultimately right when he said everyone's a Ferrari fan, even if they say they're not there at Ferrari fan, because I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I'm always of the belief. The sport is a lot more interesting when Ferrari is up there and winning. Yeah, and I mean, from... (laughs) From- I have sat through some years in the early 2000s <laughs> where I have thought that
2: that was explicitly not the case. Yeah, that, that is a much
1: more recent opinion to have. And uh, personally, to quote a great movie in Grand Prix, I think you should go to hell. <laughs> You're saying, King? <laughs> and yeah,
3: from Ferrari's perspective, for them, this is a win. Like, they they <laughs> won without even having to win a race.
0: You have Hamilton for at least two years guaranteed at the peak of his popularity at the point where he's now a transcendent fashion icon, influencer, celebrity, one of the most recognizable athletes in the world now. that, And, and now he's he's in your brand and in your colors. It doesn't get much bigger than that. Oh, it's man. like when Michael like, saved Ferrari in the
3: 90s. Because <laughs> it, it feels weird because it is no longer a thing. Back in the good old days of checks, Notes just before the pandemic, Ferrari got paid a bonus just for showing up. And it was for stuff like this. Right. This is box office. This is this is the sort of shit you
0: write movies and books about. Um, The amount of journalists that have written long form articles, me included, uh, most 101.com. But um, it's it's. It's vast. And I, I, I remember you joking about this, Key, because I know you, you obviously you tracked Jalopnik stats. You were watching the clicks roll in when the news became official, didn't you?
3: Yeah, <laughs> I was watching the clicks roll in. Unfortunately, more people were actually interested in uh, Chip Ganassi running over a dog, which is wild, but that's a whole different, like, that, car man, people are weird. Man, thing. We're not even
2: touching that in this <laughs> yeah. episode. Like, No! <laughs> what, I've, what I've heard is another, yeah, because like, the other element of this as well is, like, Lewis Hamilton is going to be a whole wholesale Ferrari brand ambassador. And, like, that was supposed to be Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes, basically, until long after he retired. Like, I'd there was say, a proposal.
3: I, I'd yes. say, in terms of that, things could change. Because... Yeah. The same thing happened to Fangio when Mercedes had to leave and he went to Ferrari for a year and then noped out. (laughs) You know what this is like? This is like
2: if Lightning McQueen got the Dynaco sponsorship at the end of Cars 1. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't take credit for that because somebody else came up with that Photoshop. But but I, I showed this to my partner and she was like, I get it. This is what this is like now.
0: Yeah. This is, this is A-Rod joining the Yankees. This is, this is just what it feels like right now. And it's like Derek Jeter is putting the pinstripes on him. It's that scene all over again. You already had the superstar driver in your team. And I was like, here, we have another uh, it's, 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 it's terrifying. I'm, I'm
2: terrified that you mentioned that analogy because that immediately conjures up how combustible jeter and a-rod's relationship was in new york and can oh, yeah, tell you about 100%. that a lot better than i can
1: i mean yeah I I feel like it, everyone I, in the northeastern united states is aware <laughs> Oh yeah, we, we we saw the pictures,
0: we we read the, we read the articles. Uh, we know of the a Rod driving to Jeter's house to apologize for 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 the for books and statements. That was before yeah. they were
2: teammates, man.
0: I'm yeah. just so, thinking,
2: like, because the first thing that comes to everybody's mind is like, well, when push comes to shove, who's going to be the alpha dog of Ferrari now?
3: Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, Lewis has been on the other side of this back in 2007. Mm, now, now he's the elder statesman with the hotshot young driver. Is it going to play out the same? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's not <laughs> depends. To
2: how do you how do you view like the last couple of years of Hamilton versus Russell? Because that was supposed to be the litmus test of ooh, now Hamilton's getting a real challenge from a young up and coming prospect of the system. Are they going to be able to work together?
3: The thing and is, they, and they mostly did. <laughs> thing is, Russell's a good driver. Don't get me wrong. But he's not Charles Leclerc.
0: (laughs) No, he's not. And and that's the interesting part. Like I said, this team now has two of the three best drivers in the world in it. And Charles is, uh, in my opinion, a cut above George Russell. Charles Leclerc has been him- at Ferrari from pretty much day one, he usurped Sebastian Vettel out of that team, a team where where Vettel was beloved by the time that you know Leclerc had rolled up there. He convinced a lot of his naysayers that he you know, that he wasn't just an Adrian Newey merchant. This guy can spearhead multiple teams, can lay down multiple title challenges in a same car. And then Leclerc came in there and beat the brakes off him. Um, and that is what's going to. For me, that's fascinating about this. I don't know what's going to happen when those two partner up. It's going to be Lewis Hamilton's age 40 season. Uh, And (sighs) Fernando Alonso has been walking proof. You can still be an elite driver in F1 deep into your 40s. He did that very much this year of Aston Martin. He was incredible. Um, I'm not sure if Lewis is going to be the same way. Everybody is different. We just don't know how people age and develop and who knows, but... Charles is him. Charles is an incredibly fast driver and I don't know if, if anybody was reading like stories going into the offseason, but the impression that I was getting was that Ferrari was just about ready to pull the trigger and make Leclerc the team leader. The development that the, the late floor they upgrade in him Japan.
1: A gargantuan contract
0: yeah, yeah just have, few a few
2: days before this all went down, he signed an extension <laughs> that took him to 2028 and we're thinking, oh man, Charles Leclerc signed himself to be in terminal pain through up to his, up to his, the start of his 30s. Well, if you
1: think about it, given all the pain that Lewis has been handing out to Ferrari over the years, it's only right that Ferrari now returned the favor. Uh-huh. Sold <laughs> out for I Chain can't... Bear. Good chain you, Bear, you are a dude, legend for that. Dude,
2: I cannot believe that the Andretti news was what made our good friend Stuart come out here like austin coming out to confront wcw and ecw in the evasion oh he's walking he's talking he's he's tweeting <laughs> uh,
0: it, it, it's gonna be a fascinating head-to-head because like i said it, by all it has been charles's team since 2019 by all yeah. accounts. This is, this is year. We're coming up to year six of him at Ferrari. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been his baby. And I think last season was the year that cemented his number one status over Carlos signs, who is now unemployed. We'll get to him in a moment. Um, but, but, it, it's just become Leclerc's baby. The, the development path was going back towards him. He's just signed another four-year extension, probably on stupid money. Um, you know, he's the handsome, ta- multi-talented face of Ferrari, and now this has happened. Uh, and, and look, they've joked together. They've done combined Instagram posts. They they seem to get along pretty well for now. But, we've, but, we, but Hamilton and Rosberg got along really well until they were teammates and they realized, oh, Five shit, minutes. we're the only two guys that can win a championship. Let's beat the piss out of each other. Um, and ugh, I don't know how this is going to get down because, as, as King said, Hamilton and Russell were largely able to coexist, but George ain't Charles. I don't know how you guys feel about it, though.
2: Hmm? Um... We'll, we'll see. I think the one thing that really comes to mind is that I, I think back to 2021, not, not the thing that everybody thinks about when you think about 2021 and the possible catalyst for this move way down the road. But I was thinking, like, I had heard people say that, like, if Hamilton had lost that championship under different circumstances, then it would prove that he's not really the best of all time, that he can't really adapt to, you know, building a top team. He was McLaren's golden boy. And then he was part of the Mercedes juggernaut. If he goes on and wins a third championship,
1: and I'm making
2: no presumptions over what is going to happen over these two coming years. But if he, if he somehow wins a championship at Ferrari, with his third different constructor. It's over.
0: It's over. There the is no arguments finished. left. Yeah, there isn't. No, I already think he's the greatest of all time, but there'll be zero arguments left if he, in his 40s, won a world title at Ferrari and Ferrari's first world title in what would be 17 years by the time that Hamilton got to the end of 25. At best case now,
1: scenario. The uh, thing is, is that. You're putting a gargantuan amount of faith in Ferrari here because they <laughs> haven't Whoa, won a title in 17 years. Well, that's the other thing, too. Yeah, right? because every Ferrari has in recent times has never looked at a title challenge. They haven't whipped into the trash. Fernando the Alonso. Of an ultra instinct saying. Sebastian
2: Vettel, Charles Leclerc.
1: Well, it's been. Can we rough. can we even call the 2022 one a title fight when it imploded a third of the way through the season?
0: Just like that, just like the power units did. <sighs> yeah, like it's, just, just
3: to note a recent article I wrote for Jalopnik: pretty much every recent world champion, except for one dude, wasn't able to turn Ferrari around. <laughs> who was that one dude? <laughs> Michael Schumacher.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Different gravy. Yeah, because, you know, the problem is the guys sitting on the other side of all of this, watching and laughing. And that's Max. Because Mercedes and Ferrari were the two sides of the same coin, getting their ass demolished in 2023 Mm -hmm. by a team that did no upgrades after the summer break.
0: There is a good chance that none of this actually matters from a competitive standpoint by the time it's I think said and it done. All
1: de- it all depends
2: on who Hamilton can convince to bring with him. I mean, yeah. if, I, if, I, if I'm, if I'm <laughs> Lewis Hamilton, I'm just like, is Peter Bonnington having to clause?
1: Because I think a they, huge component of it is who nails... I think 25 is going to be very much like the last move. Lewis went to Mercedes in 2013. The car itself, a bit better than it was in the previous years, they got a couple wins. It never saw a set of tires that didn't turn into bubblegum, though. And then in 2014, they ran the field over, they nailed the regulations. This is the same.
3: Yeah, everyone realizes that the real race, it's the race for 26, who yeah. can be the hottest out the gates for the rule change. Yep, yeah, that's that's how this has always worked. and. Lewis is on two
0: years at least, so that will take him to the end of 2026, his age 41 season, and that's the key battle here. Um, and that and whoever comes out of the gates first of a new regulation set generally wins for a little while. Um, <laughs> they win
1: a, a lot over the while. Merce- Mercedes won for quite a long while.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, just throw that until out the there. next time they change the rules. Yeah,
1: yeah uh, it's kind of sick st- like that. Like, we go into this season in 2024 wondering, hmm. So can Red Bull actually get that one black mark off of the scorecard this year?
0: Curse you, Singapore! <laughs> Curse you, Singapore! <laughs> um, and
1: just that, I mean, Ferrari did win a race in 2023, mm-hmm. but on current competitive form, and based on the, based on what the chassis departments can produce.
3: Mm. I mean, let's be real. They they just let go of the dude who won that race. <laughs> like
1: they just let go of the dude who won that race, <laughs> right? In very intelligent fashion, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, he just went to a team whose technical director just said suspension can only have an effect if it's bad. <laughs> yeah, Enrico it's... Cardil should not have a job. Yeah, it, it's it, it's. Ferrari are
0: still Ferrari and I know RJ talked about how who Hamilton can convince to come over but that's just the problem you're asking people to relocate countries it's a different it's not like in, in in the UK where you know you could just move across the midlands
3: where where most of the f1 teams are based you're no, talking about up- you're not you're not even moving across the midlands most of the time you're Commuting to a new workplace, right? It's, it's just like, oh look,
0: oh look, oh, Grove's just down the road. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> no, like we, we were talking about up in sticks and moving countries. James Allison are that from, years ago.
1: Yeah, you're moving from the mecca of Formula One at the moment.
0: Yeah, like and James Allison, for example, did that a few years back with going from Mercedes to Ferrari and he ended up coming back home again a few and he openly admitted he got terribly homesick about it, which is completely understandable. So it's a foreign country.
3: Midlands ain't that great.
1: Uh (laughs) 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 Midlands. We're we're gonna Uh, we're gonna get emails. (laughs) Well, um direct your emails to F1. F1.com. No, no, yeah. no I could take the heat. It's King at jalopnik.com.
3: Come find me. Oh my me. god! Let's go. Let's you're go.
1: Gonna,
0: you're, gonna get, you're, you're gonna get a whole load of angry emails by people from Yorkshire. Now, go. but you, you that's can't just a, it,
3: tell me that just moving uh, to, not northern Italy, like, central Italy is, is worse than living in the Midlands. But King, you got to remember, and you would know
0: because you used to live here in this country. You used to live in my city. We English are culturally ignorant. We are not down to move countries and learn the language and shit like that. Like we, okay. we are not built for this. Fair. <laughs> like, like I trust me, Peter Bonington is not up in sticks and learning Italian. I promise <laughs> you that. I will put A- good money on it. And the crux of it.
1: all of this right now is that. Well, we can't see the future. We don't know who's going to nail the fairly substantially redesigned power units for twenty-six. What I do know is that it is a move from a team that just entered a major rebuild to a team that's one year into a major rebuild.
3: Right. Yeah. This is it's a win now move.
1: It's well, it it's a be. last it's throw of the dice. Because if Ferrari produce a power unit on the level of the last new generation power unit they made, mm. Um the man may just disappear and never show his face again, <laughs> along with most of that team, given half of the 2014 Ferrari technical staff have never been seen again. Right. Now, sharing
0: beds with horses' heads. um,
3: um walking into an empty room. I don't want to shift the <laughs> conversation. We're talking about 26, and yeah, he left the team. Uh, <laughs> What's well, the morale can't be high at Mercedes right well, now? He wasn't, he wasn't
2: the only departure. I mean, I mean, I, the guy's name blanked my mind, but like Loic Sarah might was the catalyst, according to some sources, of this all happening. Loic yeah. uh, Sarah was the. Former head of Mercedes vehicle performance, uh, he's now expected to come to Ferrari. And the reason why both he and Hamilton are leaving is because they were concerned about the direction of Mercedes cars going
0: forward. I was going to make this point as well. I mean, King, I think, is spot on the nose. And I think it will, will transition nicely to, about, to what Mercedes is going to do next here. I mean... <sighs> Uh, as King alludes to, morale can't be great. You came off winning eight straight Constructors Championships through 2021. You clearly weren't that bothered by Abu Dhabi and the result of that because Total Wolf could be seen being carried up in the air while you were celebrating your eighth championship so much so that you got this, so you got the you to clout it off social media by DMing people about it. I remember how Abu Dhabi played out, right? You won eight Constructors straight. You, seven of them were driver's titles on top of that. And now you've gone to one win in the last two years, you know, and now your star driver, your beating heart, the 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 magnum opus of your brand and everything that comes with it. Because let's be honest, by, by, Russ, by comparison, George Russell is a Peaky Blinders cosplayer. You know, after <laughs> all of this, your star driver is now gone. Yeah, Mercedes Soldier. star
2: driver is left and, and that was just Raffaele Marcello.
0: <laughs> we Damn. love the hammer we love the hammer around here no the point is, is that Hamilton's now gone George Russell's eating your team you've got an open seat for 2025 now that you, to be fair you've got some time to potentially work out who you want in that other seat but morale can't be great you've got you've had one win in the last two years I, I heard off the shelf from people that the Christmas party was cancelled this year over the over over the season and underperforming. No, no one was really happy about just narrowly squeaking second. I this mean Trey still yet.
2: they still had the energy to go paintballing up when the day that Lewis told everybody he was heading out.
1: I think that's called getting, getting out pe- that is some <laughs> pent up aggression.
2: Which Call of Duty which is the one that y'all like because I never play Call of
0: Duty.
1: Uh give me some World at War.
0: I I would settle for the original Modern Warfare 2, personally. But yes, um, Mm. I mean, if you're Mercedes, where do you go from here? Because you've got one more year of Lewis. I've not heard a single person with their full chest come out and think that the W15 is going to be a title contender. morale was up briefly when they said, it sounds and goes like a car again, said Anthony Davidson, let alone talking about a title contender. Oh, where is the bar? subterranean
3: From the last 2 years yeah, um just, it's never a good sign when it's like oh my god guys
1: they built a car. It has four wheels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh you've god. been building these since 1886. You're not <laughs> special.
2: It has a monocoque structure, and oh my god, I think it's even got front and rear wings. <laughs> and and yeah. it's turbocharged. One. You going have fooled me. I almost had the shock of my life. This one always comes back in like idle conversation. This was M101 lore. The, uh, the Jaguar
1: super van. Yeah. That might be faster than the W13 around some tracks.
0: Uh, yeah, man. God. I mean, <laughs> we got to talk about the hole that they got to fill, driver wise. Um, and they said so they got one more year of Lewis. They've got time.
1: I imagine the, uh, that the... phone is ringing, given oh, where a few uh, very high profile names are on the grid.
2: Or, 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 or are oh, f- are are people thinking about triggering their own anti closets from contracts they just recently signed?
1: You have <laughs> to think so.
0: You might think so, but there's going to be some names floating out there. Fernando Alonso is a free agent at the end of this season. Esteban oh, Ocon is a free agent. That, <laughs> don't
3: me for that, Don't me for that, I know that ain't happening.
0: Uh, Esteban Ocon's a free agent. Sergio Perez is a free agent at the end of the year. No. D- d- no. Um,
2: Ocon would be coming home in a sense. Uh, Alex Albon, of course, being George Russell's longtime friend, would be a contender. I mean... <laughs>
1: Why not just swap Carlos Sainz and Lewis Hamilton across places? Let me give you three good reasons. Is, uh, I, I, uh.
0: I like Carlos, but I don't... Is he what Mercedes needs? Quick question of all, is Toto Wolff came out this morning and told selected media that George Russell's going to be their number one driver going forward, which, okay, fair enough. I've got no issue with that. He's proven on a good day he can be Lewis-level quick. Um, but is that the future of the team? Are they going to go established veteran in the second seat? Because, again, Fernando's name's been floated out there. Ocon's been around F1 for a good while now. Toto still manages him. Alex Albon does not seem like a pretty bad move. Cam, who are you calling down there?
1: Valtteri. <laughs> no. It's James. We're, we're not
0: doing this again.
2: You up? Sending <laughs> <laughs> who upsets Says. I mean, I mean, yeah. Val, I mean, Valtteri going back to Williams will that that would James the,
1: the absolute silliest outcome. Uh, well, there does exist another.
0: Oh, are we ignoring I've... the junior driver elephant in the room here? We'll, we'll get there. We'll get
1: there. <laughs> the the, uh, the the person who some of our Discord server describes as. The second coming. Not well, just, yeah, we'll get, not just we'll
0: we'll not there. just
2: our Discord. Not just our Discord server, but other people in the sport.
1: But like do yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, you reckon?
3: So I I should I think the first person we should talk about is the first person that Toto Wolf has says, no, we are not getting. Total Wolf has already actively said I spoke to him, and I don't think he's going to return to racing.
1: Seb is not the coming back. Seb is not coming back, King. Yeah. <laughs> don't you put that evil on me? Yeah, that's right. Don't just just, just love don't don't... you King. Just one, people, it, tr- a, just one more year. Is it?
0: One
2: more No, nobody needs to give me Hopium. That Fernando Alonso is going to jump straight Mercedes and win a title in his forties. Nobody. We don't. Everybody else does not need another year of Sebastian Vettel Hopium. It's done. No.
0: Hey, King, 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 King. Oh, listen, listen to me. Hear me out here for a minute. F one is a nasty, horrible, toxic place at the best of times. We I really- need. Some, we need some cleansing. We all love Sebastian Vettel. Now was F one's like inherent dad. Let's get Seb back in
3: the car for a year. But does Seb want to do that? Just, all all <laughs> I'm going to say is, you know, things turned out perfectly fine when a certain world champion came out of retirement to face Ivan Drago in the ring, right?
1: <laughs> Please stop.
3: Rest in peace, to the great.
1: Why would you do that? Why would you do that?
0: (laughs) You insensitive
1: bastard! (laughs) Oh my god! Let's let's get this back on the rails. Get back on track. Um, Not falling uh, off a uh, peak. Sebastian Vettel is not coming back, and I am at peace with that. And everyone else should be too.
2: I'm at peace with the fact that Fernando Alonso is never winning another Formula One race.
1: Are you sure? Are you sure we should rule out Fernando? I, I think a race is not impossible. At us and us Martin, maybe, but it's not happening
2: to
0: Mercedes because he cannot go in Mercedes. Are, are we sure about this? <laughs> he is a free agent and he is a team hopper.
1: He uh, will well, do it if he fi- um, Remember the last time Fernando Alonso was in a Mercedes powered car? <clears throat> it went well, didn't it? Um
0: corporate fisticuffs just 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 a few yeah, just just a few barbs between friends um how about alex albon because i've heard albon's name thrown around an awful lot in the last 24 plus hours or so he's come a long way since his red bull demotion he's done a solid he's done very solid work with williams was universally regarded as one of the uh drivers of the year last year um you know, it was, it was 10 in the Autosport top 50 list. Um, you yeah, know, the top 10 on that front. Like, would, would it be viable to bring Albon the thing over with Alex
2: Albon? Is yes, he is a much different and better driver than the one that got pushed out of Red Bull at the end of 2020. But I, t- I mentioned it, him and George are good buddies. Nico Rosberg and Lewis Hamilton were good buddies for a while. Those mates' rates, um. They, they, ended, they, they ended up just like JCPenney coupons. Uh, eventually, they were discontinued. No. And, and <laughs> nobody was happy about it.
3: Now, the, the driver market is not just a funnel towards Mercedes. If we're talking about 2025, we gotta be serious here. There's gonna be another big seat available, and it's gonna be alongside Max Verstappen. Like, uh, who wants that poison chalice, baby? Yeah, like... Daniel Ricardo apparently, like Mercedes might as well be the second place landing stop. Like Mercedes actually has to compete with someone in the driver market.
1: It's so honestly like I wonder, I wonder where that also leaves signs because I can't expect to be off the grid entirely.
0: No, no, he's too—he's no, like, too, too good not to be.
2: Like everybody and their siblings are out here, like already putting him in the new Audi project because his dad drives for Audi, but he's not going to any longer, and we don't know what Audi F1 is going to look like in twenty 20- twenty six.
1: <sighs> Hopefully, better than Sauber <laughs> currently looks. Excuse yeah, me, I that is F1 Go, kick. and I cannot stress this enough, straight to hell. <laughs>
2: uh, it's I'll, an, be sure, I'll, be, I'll be sure to take my photos with Mr. McMahon while I'm there.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> get out. No, I mean, it, it's hard not to immediately put signs as the favorite for a big long-term investment. He's 29 right now. It will be the ideal age to kick off a well, the back end of his prime joins a big German factory effort uh, to join the team. It's hard not to because I I don't see where he fits in between. Um, But until then, because we obviously know Salba's a bottom end team right now as we know it. Um, There's not... I mean, unless something drastic happens in the midfield, I don't see anybody else opening up a spot. Like McLaren's got their two guys pinned down till 2026 at least.
2: Yeah. Lando and- Norris signing his new extension really messed this all up because he'd be like, mm. perfect one-to-one replacement, no notes.
0: Yeah, um, and Lando's got his faith in the brand and his merry crew of content creators, so he's staying at McLaren for the foreseeable future. Um, I still think Ocon is is is, is being slept on here, but the problem is, is Ocon ever going to be anybody's first guy in the queue? Mm?
1: Yeah, is Ocon better than Gasly? <laughs> like... I don't know. Um, They're close. Last depends year. which one hits the other. <laughs> <laughs> Like,
0: that's the problem. Like, Ocon has kinda of, his stock's kinda of gone down in the last couple of years, because the second year of his Alpine run with Alonso, he was on the losing end of that head-to-head, and then this year Gasly came in and held his own against him, which probably is the worst advertisement for Ocon. That well, you lost out in the long run to 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 Nando, and then Gasly's come in first year and held his own, which is not great when you're in a no man's land kind of team. So I think signs will likely end up, you know, either maybe taking a sabbatical year or just joining um, the artists formerly known as Sauber, um, maybe in 25 until the full blown Audi deal kicks in in 2026. uh, Maybe. Um, It's it's hard for me to envision him elsewhere, and I don't think Merckx would take him. So Um, I think we should talk about
2: Andrea Antonelli.
0: Mercedes' top.
2: (laughs) Single-seater prospect, going to Formula 2 this year, already as presumptive title favorite, skipping over Formula 3 after winning the Formula Regional title out in Europe. He's 17, he turns 18, uh, I believe it's this year is his age 18 season? Yes. Christ almighty, we have 2,006 babies all over the shop in Motorsport. Connor Zilich, Nota, now
3: Andrea
1: Antonelli. It's crazy. Connor um, Zilich walking into a shop with a Rolex and having it be called fake.
3: <laughs> Though, this being his age 18 season, means that Andrea Kimi Antonelli will be old enough to compete in Formula 1 in 2025, should the opportunity present itself. King... I have, a, I have a question. Yes. Do you trust
2: Mercedes to make such a bold move? Because they let George Russell sit at will, a layover at Williams for probably a year too long. And when they had the opportunity to put Pascal Verlein alongside Lewis Hamilton in 2017, they went like, we want the veteran presence of Valtteri Bottas instead.
3: Now, Mercedes Benz in 2017, 18, and 19, is not the Mercedes of today. Their back is against the wall, and they have nothing to lose. But it's all
2: the same people. It's a lot of the same people leading the charge. It's a whole
1: whole lot less success to find for it.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, uh,
3: uh, If Antonelli shows up in Mercedes and underperforms, how... Badly could it be compared to oh you finished you know you finished 10th instead of fourth. Like we're not fighting for wins anymore, which is wild to even say. Yeah. I'm not entirely
2: ruling it out, but I need to see a press release and a picture that says Andrea Antonelli <laughs> is making his debut with Mercedes. Before I believe it's going to happen, because (laughs) what I've learned about Mercedes, and it's pretty much every top team other than Red Bull, like Ferraris and Tories, for like we will never, we will hardly ever take a gamble on youth unless it's just like
3: it's Charles Leclerc. (laughs) Yeah, and we're in that scenario right now. Right, like
0: and and Andrea Kimi Antonelli's junior record is astonishing. So is George Russell's. Not really. (laughs) Not really. George, not even George was this highly touted coming through F2 because he was in a mess with Lando Norris and Alex Albon and Nick DeFries at the I'm same still time. He won the that Formula I,
2: 2 championship as a rookie off the back of winning the F3 title as a rookie.
0: And don't get me wrong. I'm not disputing that. But the problem with George was he was spread amongst three people amongst the British the British hype's headlines. He, he didn't get touted like Leclerc did because
1: the 2019 class was stacked. That's that problem. doesn't make his results not his results though.
3: No, it does, but no, even but then even right, even, now, even
1: right now Antonelli <laughs> is
3: an Everest in Kansas. There is barren land out there right now and this dude is putting up record numbers. <laughs> but that's the point. The thing
0: is right on I'm, I'm I'm I get both arguments here. On the one hand, even George Russell who was an S-tier prospect had to do 3 years at Williams before he got the
1: opportunity. On the other end. The thing is with that, though, too, is that it still looked like he wasn't going to get the opportunity. And then they had to plug him into the Mercedes. And for most of that race, he beat the brakes off of their full timer.
3: Honestly, if I think Mercedes leadership are in a position where they've been through this before, there's been a generational talent that they had the chance to sign, but lost a bidding war for him uh, because they didn't want to offer him an F1C. Now, the guy they lost is a three-time world champion.
0: And I was going to make the point, I was like, I was just on the engine breaking podcast with Dan, AKA engine mode 11 who used to work at Red Bull and he had it on very good authority that Merckx tried again in 2016. And that's why Verstappen got promoted to Red Bull immediately because Red Bull was so shit scared. They were going to lose max. They had to take drastic action and Kvyat's Russian crash, which went viral was the perfect alibi to dump his ass. Um, And and they, they were going to lose Max otherwise. Like And Red Bull were like, no, we've got to promote him, otherwise we're going to lose him. And that's kind of how I feel about Kimi Antonelli in the sense of he is stupid good. If he is anywhere near what we think he could be, if Mercedes don't promote him, somebody else likely will someone else will likely take a chance on someone like that, because he's a-
1: like, could very we, possibly be Red Bull. Yeah,
3: because they like, have four seats and two drivers who could be outgoing. So fucked Time up! Time is yeah. a flat circle, That's baby! So could you imagine?
2: <laughs> to, Poor Liam Lawson. Because the
3: thing is, if, if, you're, if you're at Red Bull and, you know, you, you want to smooth over this whole Visa Cash App thing, Italian driver at Italian team, we're
1: good here. Why? <laughs> Unfortunately, why? I regret to inform you that Tim Goss is designing the car, and nothing will come good of this. No, but that's the thing. Like, if if you're if you're
2: making a play for Andre Antonelli, why stuff him in Fienza? Why not bring him
1: straight up to Milton Keynes? Red Bull, don't do that.
3: Because Red Bull have the <laughs> dominant. Red Bull will car. give him
1: a trial run. Huh?
3: Yeah, it's it's again. Red Bull are in the position where Mercedes were when they didn't give Veriline a chance, where they have the dominant car. They're winning. They don't really have to risk anything.
1: Yeah. If they really wanted to and Mercedes don't promote him, they could plug him into the artist formerly known as uh, insert Italian name here
3: for half a year. You could easily make the analogy that, Mercedes are in the situation where Red Bull was when they signed Verstappen.
0: Yeah, it's it, it, it's it's like a placeholder. That's kind of the point I made on Twitter when I was asked about this earlier today, where I was like, well, who do you think Merckx will take? Don't, are they going to promote Mick Schumacher? And I'm like, oh, poor Mick. Um, especially after Toto said last year, if if... If Lewis Hamilton had avocado poisoning, because he doesn't eat meat, if he had avocado poisoning him, you could plug Mick Schumacher in tomorrow, and they're not going to do that now, which I think is very funny. Um,
3: Because, like, as much as we say uh, F1 is race season by season in terms of car development, when you do have the car capable of winning the championship, you already need to have the driver in place to take full advantage of that car. Right. And and Mick's not that guy. I mean, that's
0: that's the way I see it. I mean, like, if if Kimi Anthony is anything like advertised, and I'm talking even if he's top three, let alone winning the title, because I think Oddie Behrman probably is favorite going in, right? But even so. Like, why bother signing a placeholder guy like Alex Albon when we know Kimi Anthony is going to be the future of your of your team and franchise going forward? Cut out the middleman. Just, put, just plug him in as an 18-year-old and say, fuck it, as a development year. You know, you've got George Russell. That's a good insurance policy to have as a number one driver. He's good enough to lead that team, in my opinion, if he cuts out a little bit of the racecraft nonsense. I think the speed on Russell is outstanding. He's good enough to lead that team. You can take a gamble on the second seat.
2: You're telling me. Mm. I just. I want to see. I want to see it announced first.
3: <laughs> Which is Ag- fair. Again,
1: I need to see a body. <laughs> <laughs>
3: again, if we make a comparison, how long did we have to wait for the official announcement that Lewis was leaving to the point we all knew he was leaving uh, before was, the announcement I, I, happened? Let's say it Several was a couple hours. hours. <laughs> it was a hours. Literally literally like four or, some or five hours.
1: hours. <laughs> Yeah, T-minus T- 18 hours from him first driving the W15 in the set.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, okay. And, I mean, that covers just about everything from this move, as we know of so far. And, of course, we had to sit down for this emergency podcast to talk about it. Um, don't worry before we get out of here. The the Daytona episode is coming out later this weekend. It is cooked, ready to go. It's just... I was going to put the switch on it. Sorry you've had to wait a couple of days longer, as you can understand something came up um yeah. but or but before we get out of here just put it up in a sentence or two just your overall vibes and feelings on this on this cataclysmic move before we get out of here i'm um, first in
2: one sentence i'm just here to see how the ride develops <laughs> i'm just here to see how this ride goes
3: king oh man that's the starting gun. The race to 2026 starts now. Cam.
1: May God have mercy on his soul. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me,
0: this is your transcendent Formula One sporting moment. The most popular driver in the sport his- sports history driving for its most recognizable team. Let the games begin. I've been Dre Harrison. They've been Cam Buckley, RJ O'Connell, and Ryan Eric King. Um, you can find King over at Jalopnik.com. Please do support his work. We'll be back to talk a little bit about the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona and some other 11th team not quite making the grid yet later this weekend. But until then, thank you very much for listening. Sayonara. Later, y'all. Bye.
1: If you're a Tifosi, pray to your God to grant you mercy, now, because Ferrari will not. Now I'm not
3: saying he did a show, hey, but you know the sport missed out an opportunity. Lewis could have done a TV special. We could have got something out of this. <laughs> <laughs>